the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about, hmm, mushy peas, mouse infestations, ooh, not at the same time, ooh, sounds horrid, and celebrity crushers. If you like the sound of that, if that's the cut of your jib, then have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Mel G on Magic. I am feeling C to the H to the I to the P P E R. <laughs> Quite a long word to to use that little that little thing for chipper. I just thought you were after chips for a second. Then I was about to go along with it. Yes, please. Oh, I love a chip. Saturday afternoon chips. Do you know what I love? It's a little bit pretentious. I like a sweet potato fry. I love a sweet potato fry. <gasps> oh. What about chip toppings? Are you gravy, cheesy chips, curry sauce? What would oh, you go for? You see, if I was up in Edinburgh at the festival, yeah. uh, I'd go for the full chips and gravy and spicy haggis with I mushy l- peas on the side. Do you I've like nev- mushy peas? Not, I love love mushy peas. I love haggis. Never had haggis with chips before. Oh, matey. Taste sensation. Get involved. I'm really glad that you like mushy peas, Bush. I didn't know that about you, and that makes me like you even more. Thank you very much. Some people are absolutely horrified by the prospect of mushy peas, I aren't know. they? I buy them in tins. Yeah, me I too. I at home. I love the noise of, you know when you turn, you take the top off yes. a tin of mushy peas and they won't come. Yes. And then there's something happens in the, in the camera, it goes, and it goes, I love that. It's one of life's great, brilliant things. I so know what you're talking about. What is that? It's some sort of suction thing that keeps them up at the top of the can. Yeah, it? it's like I'm not having it. You just think, well, maybe I'll have to have someone else. And then for some reason, they just change their mind and go, whoop, whoop, and then it and just then stays the in shape. Oh, so good. It's so, they're, do you know what as well? They're Ooh. really, really good for you. Are they? There is loads of vitamin C in a pea. Really? Now, I'm hoping that the vitamin C translates into the mushy pea. I hope it doesn't get lost somewhere on the way. They're, and there's many different types of peas. I feel like, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I get quite emotional talking about peas. The, the pea market's quite under underutilised. Like, do you ever have marrow fat peas? I love a marrow fat pea. I love a marrow fat pea. I am loving at the moment in my frozen pea department Yeah. Uh, the ones which have the new, very trendy closing on the top that slide across to keep them fresh. Like a Ziploc bag. A Ziploc bag bag. If things have come on leaps and bounds in the past five years in food technology. It's amazing. I've got a good recipe for peas. It's from the Leon cookbook. The Leon fast food cookbook. Oh, it's in the place you can go for yeah. like a cup of coffee and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they have really good things like fish finger wraps, which I love. Yeah. And then there's also a very, very good pea salad recipe. And the guy that invented Leon said that for his 30th birthday, he did this pea salad recipe and he made it in bin bags because he had so many guests at his party. I love that. I love the idea of cooking something in bin bags. Isn't that great? Please tell me the guy that invented Leon was called Leon. No. Oh, what a shame. There's a few of them, actually. They're an amalgamation of quite sort of trendy chefs. None of them is called Leon. None of them called Leon. No. So what, was the, what was the recipe then? What kind of thing is it? Right. I'll try and remember it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope I do remember it. Peas. Uh-huh. That's a big part. Right. Chop up peppers very, very tiny. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit of chilli. And there was something else. It might be lemon juice. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Just your, your average commoner garden frozen pea. Yeah. So good. And then what do you do? Blend it together? No. This is the thing. I'm trying go. to remember. So <laughs> chop, yeah. Chop the peppers <laughs> finely, yeah. let's say, uh, with a bit of chilli. <laughs> And then add in the peas in a large thing, large big, dish. Big dish. And then pop them in a bin bag. That's wrong. That isn't sounds it? a bit. I would, if I saw a neighbour doing that, I'd have to 
maybe ask around, see if they're okay. Maybe pop by with a casserole and just say, just want to check you're all right. Do you know what? Go to the Leon fast food <laughs> salad cookbook. Yeah. I'm, I'm really vague on recipes. I'm so sorry, my love. No, I, li- I like it. I like the fact there's an element of, of jeopardy with this. We don't know where it's going to go. I know it involves a bin bag yeah. and peas. <laughs> it's either the best thing you've ever eaten or cry for help. <laughs> One way or the other. <laughs> or just go in the Leon and ask them. You know the thing Mel was talking about on Magic yeah. the other weekend? You don't know what it is, actually, do you? Yeah, they'll, they'll help you out. They're really nice. They will help you out. Yeah. Love it. LFL, lol, ledger of ledge, lolsies, here we are. I've got the ledger in my hand, Bush. Look at it, we're building up quite a, a volume so oh, far of pictures you know and what? stuff, aren't we? I was just going through it, and sorry, we've got seven, eight, nine, ten. This is number 11. 11 pages in. 11 Ledges. Do you know what I like about this? I bet loads of people listening right now have bought those little moleskin books with an idea of writing notes and stuff and then never properly use it. I feel like we're using our book. It's exactly. Do you know what I mean? Ig, right, exactly. Making use of it. We've been talking about the beauty of the pea all lunchtime, haven't we? The mushy pea, mm-hmm. gorgeous. We're not going to put the pea in the ledger of ledge because we've already given the pea the sort of the crown it deserves today. We've given it its platform. It's had its time in the limelight. Exactly. So do you know what we're going to put in today, Bush? And I've been thinking about this all week. Okay. Talc. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'll be honest with you. Talc. Tal- t- talcum powder. Can I just say to you how much I love talc? Do you use talc currently? Daily basis, mate. Do you? I've got it. Oh, just get my leg up. I've got it in my shoes. Okay, so Mel's wearing a pair of white kind of sports type shoes. Quite trendy. Quite trendy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got, they've got talc inside them right now? Yes. These, my friend, are the same shoe. Well, not the exact same shoe. They're the same brand of shoe. Yeah. That um, John Lennon wears in the <laughs> iconic album cover... Abbey Road. You are kidding me. Going across the Zeb. They're crossing. A, they're a pair of Abbey Road zebra crossing creepers. Yes, mate. Same. They're very same. I, anyway. I've not touched talcum powder since our little girl was like two years old. That was the last time I went anywhere oh. near talc. Listen, get involved. I have a small thing of talc yeah. in about three different places around the house. <laughs> just, just put it in your shoes. And why is it so good? Why do you put it in your shoe? That's the other thing. If you, like me, do not like to wear socks, my friends... Talc is an absolute ledge for uh, sucking up any smell or sweat. Right, so if you're a bit of a Zola bud in terms of barefoot, in the shoes, get the talc on it. Last week, Andrew Scott. This week, (laughs) talc. You love Andrew Scott. You love that guy. I really do. I really, really do. Is he in your top three famous actors? He is. Javier Bardem, Andrew Scott, and who else? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Anyone? Oh, who? Come on. Someone else. I'm thinking you... craggy American. We need a craggy American in Robert there. Robert De Niro? Yeah, forget yeah, about it. I like Robert De Niro. I've got nothing against him, but I wouldn't be, he wouldn't be in the top three. Not in the top three. Oh, he's still like John Cusack. Yeah. He's great. I tell you who I love, 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 married to, um, oh, Sex in the City lady, uh, oh. Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, Broderick. Yes. Love a bit of Broderick. Good old brothers. Love a bit of brothers. Stayed the same age, isn't he? Totally. Stayed the same age. He was Ferris Bueller, right? He was Ferris Bueller. And you see him crop up quite a lot in films now, just doing really cool sort of little indie roles. Love that. That's when you know you've made it. You can just kind of just step in and just do a bit in a film. Oh, wouldn't that be great? 
I'll be so good. Just do it. I'm just going to do a bit. I'm just going to be me in the film. Yeah. Just do me, and then I'm just going to get in my trailer and drink whatever you've left for me. Just stroll in, man. Wouldn't that be amazing? Good. Well, maybe that'll be one of the questions. Uh, for today's podcast that are written by the people in the magic office for us, Mel. Yeah, who is your favourite actor? Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Okay, so... I can never meet him, though, Bush. Don't make that happen. I can I never like meet him. I feel like you've gone too far now, I though. I can't. It's a crush, so... It, it'll just be so, so devastatingly embarrassing. I think you might go all jelly-legged. I would. And jelly-mouthed. Flopsy. And you'd say something really, uh. really inopportune. Have you ever done that with somebody that you really... Yeah. Kind of heart. I am obsessed oh. with Blur, the band. Oh, and Alex okay. James, the bass player from Blur, is my favourite bass player of all time. The and Cheese Man. I, the Cheese Man. Yeah. And I got to, I met him at like a, an awards thing. Oh. And I just, oh, God, what I went happened? over to him. What happened? You know when you have slow motion black and white images of you just being an absolute idiot and him looking at you like trying to make an excuse to go. I was just telling him that I loved him. I thought he's, he's a brilliant bass player and I love the bit he did on. Oh, and I walked away from him just thinking, he just thinks I'm a weirdo. Oh. Did did you leave him mid-sentence, Bush? Was it that bad? I think he said he had to go to the toilet. Oh. And then I saw him very soon afterwards, and he wasn't in the toilet. Oh, oh. He uh, was just going to go and stand over there for a while. (laughs) Humiliating. But when you meet someone that you have a vested interest in like that, it's it's almost too much. You can't speak to them normally. And they, and they, he might have heard you really going on about him a lot on yeah. your radio shows so he would have been primed knows that I'm like, yes. I'm obsessed with him oh. oh the stalker in plain sight Andy Bush we don't need a question we've already we've made up our own ruddy question that's a, that's we? what we've got we're such mavericks on the show now we just answer the questions that we made up in the first place exactly we're pretending that we're in that video love that I video always, isn't it oh it's such a good video, such a good song. Love a Vogue. Here we are doing that thing with our arms, making them go into squares. Vogue. 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 She's, she's living in Lisbon now, Madonna. She's moved to Lisbon, apparently. Has she? She's living full time in Lisbon. I thought I hadn't seen her for ages. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. She does move around quite a lot, doesn't she? She does. She's always yeah. on the move. Yeah, yeah, she's probably yeah. got a few different houses, I imagine, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that. I imagine having like five or six different houses going on. Stop it, Bush. It's time for Red Letter Day. <laughs> yeah, and you, you crashed into the music, so I couldn't do my oh. normal thing. Unbelievable. I'm so sorry. Un- but I've been looking forward to that all week. It's like, it's like, like when your dad talks over your favourite TV show. And you said, Dad, sharp. I was missing that bit. I was listening then. <gasps> oh, Bush, what day is it? Got in there at the end. <laughs> Right, what it day is, is it, Bush? What day is it? Tell us, it's your red letter day. What day is it? It's World Red Panda Day, everybody. Mm. World Red Panda Day. What? Isn't that amazing? Celebrating the, the red panda. Now, this is a sort of ginger version of the panda, is that right? It is. It looks a bit it's more like raccoony, you know, than the kind of normal panda. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. bit like a normal cat. Here are my three facts about red pandas. Love it. First fact, they've got a false thumb. <laughs> What? Imagine having a false thumb. What? <clears throat> yeah, every time you go and pick up your pint, it wobbles. You think, oh, it's a false thumb. What a waste of time. Now, apparently, it's to help uh, eating bamboo. What's it made of? It's like an extended wrist bone, apparently. Anne Boleyn had a false um, extra finger. Did she? So when she was holding her cup of tea in that very sort of very genteel, polite way, yeah. you'd have two fingers on the end instead of the one. That's why they thought she was a witch. Carry on. Red pandas have internet browsers named after them. Mozilla's flagship web browser, Firefox, is named after the red panda. 
Isn't that amazing? How many red pandas are there, Bush, in, in the world? I, I reckon it's a couple of hundred. Is that all? That's just a, that is a guesstimate. Fact number three, please. Fact number three, uh, the famous escape artist, Rusty the Red Panda, yeah. uh, famously escaped from the Smithsonian Zoo in America, causing a Twitter epidemic of red panda sightings across the United States. Wow. And there you go, there's your three facts about red pandas on World Red Panda Day. I love it, Bush. I'm going to give you a little pavilion round of applause. Hey! hey. Mel G here, very much on magic. Um, Now, Bush... I must ask you this. How's your week been? Well, Mel, thank you for asking. My week is going to be comprised of a four-word sentence. (gasps) Okay. Here we go. Producer Louise's mice infestation. Oh, don't even get me started. We need to go there on this. We need to help her out because she's got mice in her flat. They've been eating her food. I know, I know. I had that once. I don't know if you've ever had this. Um, So I was in the kitchen doing something, diddling around, and I suddenly thought, I'm being... I'm being watched. Yeah. And I sort of, I became a bit like Cato in the Inspector Cluzo films. Yeah. You know, I was sort of, you know... Scamping ra- around. Yeah, scamping around. And I suddenly realised I was being watched by a mouse that was in the bread bag on the side. Yes. It was so ruddy freaky. Yeah, it's horrible. I've had that before. I've had, I've been sat there watching telly, heard a rustling noise, looked across into the kitchen. They just seem to love getting in the bread bag, don't they, mice? Yeah. Love it in there. Yeah. Was yours in the bread bag yeah, as well? Yeah, it like, it's like soft play, but for mice. Yeah. That kind of thing, rolling around a load of balls or whatever. <laughs> so what do you, I mean, that's the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a problem of modern life, but mice infestations, they get in everywhere. Yeah. They can get through the tiniest little hole you would even yeah. think in a million years. They say that uh, the hole, the circumference of a biro, I'm holding one in my hand right now, the circumference of a biro, the small end, a mouse can get through. Wow. I know. Oh, we oh, we had a mouse that used to come every night at nine o'clock. He was very sweet. And my kids used to call him Charlie. Oh. And they never used to go to bed until they'd seen Charlie Mouse. Oh, what did he used to do? Like come in and like hang out for a bit? Or yeah, he used to come in. Wave at the window? Out. He was so sweet. I'm afraid we had to put some sticky stuff down. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Charlie. Behind the sofa. Yeah. And, and we didn't find Charlie till a few months later because I'd forgotten that I'd put the sticky stuff down. And was Charlie stuck to the sticky stuff? He was, mate. Oh, bless him. In a cartoon fashion. I bet he was racing to come and say hello to the family and didn't realise what awaited him. I couldn't work out why there was always a big cloud of flies <laughs> hovering over the sofa. <laughs> I'd totally forgotten. I was The kids were very small and my brain was slightly, oh. yeah, it was a bit civvy. Did they ever ask you, Mum, whatever happened to Charlie? Where did Charlie they go? They couldn't work out what had happened. <laughs> None of us could. Charlie Mouse, not in the world anymore, but much loved, always remembered. Uh, Now, (laughs) Louise Maloney's mouse infestation bush, what are we going to do? She's been jittery. She's not been herself, has she? She's been very out of sorts, staring into the mid-distance, a bit like, you know, the start of Jaws when he sees the shark and he's up on that seat. I I do, I do indeed. That kind of stare going on. Uh, We did bandy around a little idea just during that song. Uh, She doesn't have a cat, but aren't cats the best thing to get if you've got mice? Cats keep mice at bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hire a cat? I wonder. There's bound to be a website now where you could rent a cat. Per hour, like, you know... Per hour. Per hour. (laughs) So good. Come on. Um... A little kitty cat to go into her kitchen area. Yeah. That would probably sort it out. Is that right? Is that a good thing to do? Well, not only does Louise get a companion and a friend and someone that she can, you know, stroke and have a great time with, but also it's getting rid of the mouse problem. Kills two birds with one stone. 
Kills two mice. That's a very good point. Kills two mice with one cat paw. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's feel, oh, it feels a bit. Mind you, I I can't talk. I use that awful glue thing, which I will never do again, dear listeners. As I said it to you, as I revealed it to you, I realised how awful it was, and I apologise for that, and I will never do that again. I would say the forthcoming animated movie of Charlie, the life story about the mouse that lived in your house, is going to have an ending on a par with Watership Down. <laughs> Absolutely gruelling. Oh, not as bad as Tarka the Otter, though. Have you seen that? I've never seen oh, Tarka. Oh, oh. Oh. What happens to him at the end? Oh, I'm not going to say. It's awful, I'm not going to say. Does he? The Bellstone Fox as well. Have you seen that one? No. All these animal movies. Always oh. with a bad ending. Why can't we have an animal movie with a happy ending? I know. Lassie. Oh, actually, that's right. Lassie. Is Lassie, Lassie right? Well, then? he comes home, doesn't he? Oh, well, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. So uh, we decide then we're going to get Louise a cat as a present. I think we need to. Right. Oh, hello. Hello, Sailor. Sounds sound like one of Louise's mice roaming around <gasps> the top of the don't table, talk isn't about it? The mice. Still don't quite talk a sensitive about subject. Mice. I know. The awful thing about Mike, because you know we've had investigations. I was like, I don't know why I'm mm. doing this because she can hear us because she's on she's on headphones. She can hear this very very clearly. She can hear this, but I'll pretend I'll pretend she can't. Yeah. Um, the annoying thing about the old mouse mm. is it does it. Look, it's a bit incontinent. <laughs> a mouse wheezes pretty much solidly, mate. Do what they don't hold it on and then no. wait until they get somewhere no. and then go for we. It's just a constant drizzle. Oh. So. It's not very pleasant. You're you're surrounded by the sort of the the well the aroma is not. It's good. not good. I bet it's no, not good, is it? I know. If you can I ask you an honest question, Mel. Yeah, go on, mate. If producer Louise said, "Come on around my house, I'm going to make you. I'll make you some cakes and a sandwich or whatever." I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Not either. at the moment. Not in a million years. Not at the moment. I want to be ruddy <laughs> sure that those strange men in black, <laughs> the uh, you know the the the. <laughs> The people who do who deal with the vermin, yeah, the vermin men. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean about that? They're always in black. They are. They, they, there's a strange crossover between like paramilitary organisations and the guys that sort out mice yes. and rats. We are the men in black. The, exactly. Yes. Coming to kill vermin. Yeah. We are the men in black. We're gonna put some traps down. <laughs> anyway, those people. Yeah. I ain't going into Maloney's house until those people have been and gone and come back and checked, and then I'll leave it a month and then I might go in. <laughs> Big time. I want a certificate. If I had to choose one band, Bush, one band yeah. that I would listen to forevermore, it would be EWF, Earth, Wind & Fire. I'm up for that as well. They, they've got it going on, haven't they? Oh. There's always a party going on when EWF are in town. Oh, have you ever seen them live, mate? No. Oh, my days. Are you a proper fan? Because you call them EWF, which for me sounds a little bit like the people who we've got our electricity with. <laughs> but uh, if you're a proper fan, are they still going? Yeah. Are they? Even though, you know, sadly... One of the founder members we lost last year, wasn't it? Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, no, oh, they'll be forever strong. Forever strong. Now, listen, also, talking of forever strong, you know what's coming next? Yes, it's time for Tell Mel. Advice? Hmm, on a plate? Oh, don't think so. It would be a very hard prison metal plate. You can ask me anything if you dare. Hey, Mel, it's Ellen. My other half insists on mixing his cereals. He has half Frosties with half Weetabix or half Muesli and half Allbran. Please tell him this is so, so wrong. No, Ellen, you're the one that's wrong. Half Muesli, half Allbran, half Weetabix and half the other thing doth not make one whole. You're talking quarters, Ellen. Go and have a look at your maths book. Next. 
Hey Mel, it's Linda. We're all going for afternoon tea. What's the perfect afternoon tea sandwich and cake combo? Oh, Linda, don't get me on the subject. Actually do, because I love talking about this. The perfect afternoon tea sandwich combo would be thus. You start with smoked salmon and cream cheese. Then you move on to egg and cress, always on a light brown mix. Then you move through to coronation chicken. <laughs> Ending up with jam, Linda, jam. Several kinds of jam. Blackberry jam, quince jam, strawberry jam, raspberry jam. Any kind of jam that you fancy. Then, woof! We go back to savoury. Corn beef! That came in left field. Yes, Linda, I've given you the absolutely perfect afternoon tea. Next, please. Hi, Mel, it's Chris. Is it wrong to have a sneaky sleep at work every now and again? Oh, sorry, sorry? Hmm? What? I think I just answered your question. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more nonsense like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.